Well, welcome to the official Scottish Rugby Podcast on tour. On tour? This is nice, Gilco, ah, isn't hey. it? We've spent time in some worse places than this, <laughs> exactly. uh, Mossy, mm. so yeah, no, beautiful no. day here in uh, Nice, or well, Sofia and Top uh, It's pretty special, we're here, it's the, we have some context, it's the morning after, obviously played Tonga, we're building up to Romania on, on Saturday coming, and you're still in base camp uh, in Sofia and Tipolis, just outside Nice, as you say, um, and yeah, well, I think we'll look back at the game yesterday, and yep. it's all important, but obviously we've got to look ahead to Romania and World Cup experiences, new personal experiences as well, but it's a tough old game that, wasn't it, yesterday against Tonga? I know you were non-23, yeah. but you've played in those <clears> games. Scotland needed to get a win, they needed to get a bonus point win, and they did that against tough opposition. What was your what was your summation for the sideline? Yeah, well, that first 20 minutes was exactly what we expected. Um, I don't think we got any surprises from what we what we got from Tonga. They, they were some world-class individuals, and the way they tackle, the way they hit, um, we saw that throughout the game. Um, but no, I thought, I thought we were, we were a, a big step in the right direction yesterday. Still work to be done. I think we left quite a lot out there. Um, but that's, you know, a lot to do with the opposition yep. where we where we are in the tournament. That's not necessarily a bad thing for us either to know that we need to be better. But mm-hmm. it's it's about building now. Um, you know, going into this week and then then obviously onto the, the big one. I think a lot's been made of Scotland's ability to play, to play well, to score good tries, and and quite often you read searching for this 80-minute performance. But what you said there, not many teams get an 80-minute performance because of the level of opposition. And at times, I think, there was an erratic nature to Tonga yesterday in terms of the defence, and you have to respect that, of course you do. But that can sometimes be harder to play against than, a, say, a fast press from South Africa that's more, it's still really quick, but it's quite uniformed. Yeah. How hard is it when you're out there to expect unexpected but still deliver and stick to the structures under pressure. Yeah, I think it's a lot about decision making and, and at times, you know, you're not gonna get eighty minutes where you get every yeah. decision in a game of rugby right. Um, you know, right across the game, you know, even looking at, at you know, area game I look closer like the in line out, mm-hmm. they were as erratic as they were in defence, you know, they were just putting random pods in the air. So no structure, changing not, every yeah, time. Changing every you have time. to think on your feet in the game. And and at times, you know, they're gonna get it right. Yeah. And and we saw that with the way they tackled as well, you know, yeah. they're flying out of line or biting in on players. But yeah. at times, you know, you get a decision slightly wrong, um, it puts you under pressure. But I think what we want to make sure is when those things happen is that we recycle the ball yeah. and, and we take the next opportunity or or if things do go wrong, uh, that's fine yeah. in a game of rugby. It's, it's a bit it's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. And and it's how you can bounce back from those errors or even within the sets, if we, if maybe something doesn't quite work, look for the next opportunity, which could be different. And, and a lot of it is decision making. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think that's a good um, a good way of looking at it. You're not necessarily going to get every decision right in 80 yeah. minutes. You definitely aren't. Yeah. But how do you respond to things not quite going well? And, and that's, that's and I key. thought that was good yesterday, actually, because I thought we started reasonably well and then we fell about 10-7 behind. And I thought the response to losing that first try or, or losing to Tonga's first try was excellent, stuck to your structures. And, and there was pressure on you, of course. You hadn't played for 14 days. Um, but you're properly into the thick of action now, going from a 14-day turnaround to a six-day turnaround with a recovery day, with a travel day. Um, it'll feel like you're properly engrossed in the World Cup this week as we yeah, look ahead to Romania. That's what we're wanting. Yeah, you know, like I think the players were craving it. You play against South Africa, a little bit disappointed with how yeah. we played. Some positives again, though, like the way we defended in that yeah. game, things to build on. But 
the frustration was 14 days, you know, yeah. like as a player, you know, so when oh, yeah. when you have a disappointment, you just want to play again. Mm -hmm. And um, how do you manage that in 14 days? Because it's a, it's a long time, and it, some, it, it happens in your career personally. Yeah. For you might pick up an injury or a dead leg or miss a week, but when it's all 33, not getting the ability or any of the 33, not getting to play in a fortnight, it's hard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's hard. Um, we trained hard. Yeah, uh, that's. Um, and you'd want to as a player. Uh, yeah, you want to I fill think. the gap. You need that. Yeah physical release eh? yeah we I'd say you know the three days training we had were up there with anything yeah. we done in the pre-season mm -hmm. um, we're here in the heat um, but also we've got 33 guys that are ready to play mm -hmm. test match rugby not in that pre-season mode where it's maybe a bit more conditioning based mm -hmm. you know we had proper physical days big set piece days um, and that's suppose the only thing you can do is get that load into you that way um, and then straight away yeah, put the focus on Tonga and getting getting the performance right. With a six day turnaround and the travel to you know to contend with this week, did any of you focus on Romania towards the end of last week? Um, I had a little bit of look, obviously I wasn't playing yeah, yeah. Um, and hoping to be involved this weekend so yeah. um, certainly the line out wise you love a line guys, anyway. You would do that nah, anyway, Gilco. Anyway, that's just a wee bit. <laughs> but we, me and um, John, had a look at Romania um, at the tail end of the week. Um, let the guys focus on the game, and then let them focus on recovery yeah. today. And I'll, I'll get a head start, and and then we meet up later on tonight. I can, I can kind of lead on on quite a lot of stuff. So I assume there'll be a bit of that across the team and the guys that that weren't involved. Um, but yeah, we're there's so many of us who now. You know, if you played against South Africa, guys who haven't played at yeah. all, so itching, uh, yeah. itching to get on with, with playing this weekend. And I know, you know, from personally, I'm really excited about the week ahead and uh, getting up to Lille and, and playing again. And what has to go right on the field for, for the, you know, the requirement is a, is a hopefully a win with a bonus point. Yeah, well, I think we've got to look at can, can we be better than we were at the weekend? Yes. Yeah, good. Um, Regardless of opposition, you know they've had two weeks off. Yeah. They've played a couple of games at a higher level than they've played recently. I think this is the best position they'll be in to put in a big performance. You know they've had that little bit of experience, loads of learning in the games they've played so far, and they've had a bit of a break to recover. So we expect them to be physical, be really well prepared because they've had two weeks to to look at us. So we we need to be better than we were at the weekend. Um, I think you know really focusing on ourselves. Um, being a better version of ourselves, um, contact area and attack, um, you know, really growing our defence, making sure we don't get too greedy too early on mm -hmm. both sides of the ball. I think that was creeped in a little bit yesterday. Not not a lot, but second half a bit. Yeah, a wee bit. Like mm -hmm. we, we can take an extra phase yeah. if our contact works really good and we get lightning quick ball. Mm -hmm. It's fine to take another phase. We don't need to force the pass, and then our side of the ball, like making sure it's just two in the contact. We yeah. don't need to try and get just to the be disciplined, isn't it? Yeah, you like trying. We looked maybe a wee bit like we saw opportunities and yeah. we were trying to take them a wee bit too early on both sides of the ball, and just being patient, sticking to the system, and wait, waiting for the right opportunity. And if we can do that against Romania, um, I've no doubt we'll, we'll get the job done. And also, it's a, it's a big learning and a bigger picture and becoming the best version of us, um, which is you know. How, how patient we can be, how ruthless we can be, um, which we're going to need when you play against the top, top nations. We've yeah. seen that against South Africa. Yeah. We have three or four chances in the whole game. We don't take any, mm. you, you get three points, that's it. Um, Did you watch that game on Saturday night, the South Africa yeah. Did you watch it as a squad here? Yeah, we watched it here. 
Uh, proper test, yeah, as proper a proper test, test match. Yeah, but what you're saying there in terms of what has to be right against Romania is exactly what has to be right against Ireland. Against Ireland. Yeah, it's we, in your control. It's it's it, it's it's exactly as you're saying. You're you're resisting the temptation to go early. If you see half a gap, you stick with your system. Yeah. You stick with your structure, and when it's a proper gap, you execute. Hundred percent. That's and that's going to be so important because when you get to Ireland. The opportunities aren't going to be. You're going to have to properly. To earn, them, eh? You're going to have to properly earn your opportunities, and when you get them, if you want to win the game, you're going to have to take them. You don't get 10, 10 attempts to like we were, you know, in the game yesterday. Mm -hmm. We could leave three or four out there, and we won the game comfortably. We know that they come that Ireland game, having ex having had that experience in South Africa as well, mm -hmm. where we did create chances. Mm -hmm. Maybe not some some clear cut, some less clear cut. Mm -hmm. But when we watch back at it, we think like there's chances in that game for us, but we didn't take them, and that's where we're going to have to be really ruthless come come the island game. Scotland are back this autumn. Join us on Saturday, 30th September, and support Scotland women as they take on Spain at Hive Stadium in Edinburgh. Tickets are on sale now at ScottishRugby.org. I had agree because when I went back to the game, I know it jumped back to South Africa. But after their second try, I thought we found a bit of attack and shape. That when I was at the game initially, I didn't feel as if we got. I felt as if we were probably further away. But there was definitely attack and shape, and we saw again the weekend that they can threaten it and yep. get right. So we'll uh, we'll deal with Romania the weekend and look ahead to Ireland next week. But in mentioning that 68 turn around on field, making it feel more like being in the you know, right in the teeth of a World Cup when you're moving, you're packing up, yep. you're playing another game. That's also the same, I suppose, the off-field experience of World Cup yep. with fans, the support at Nice uh, and Marseille has been incredible. Oh. It'll be the same. And Lille, what, what, what's your experience? Oh, it's been so good. Uh, I mean, what, what a World Cup to be part of, you know, over here. I think the French have done an amazing job. Like, playing in France, you know, it's a special place to come and play regardless whether you're playing for your club. I mean, playing for Edinburgh over here or, um, you know, playing in, in test matches against the French. But this World Cup has been... Everything that we thought it was going to be, and the home support, uh, the travel, yeah, and the traveling support as well. I mean, it felt like a home game yesterday. Yeah. It was awesome to see that stadium, you know, filled with Scottish fans, um, really vocal, really behind the the team, and that's going to be really important for us come yeah. the, uh, big Romania the weekend. I was the Irish and the yeah. team as well, oh, isn't exactly. It? <laughs> well, we warm up Paris. against Romania. <laughs> I know, get the singing voices, get the voices on. ready. Have you been able to get out and about and see? I know, see family have been in and around, especially through that 14-day that break. But in terms of fans, when you've been out and about in the streets, have you felt that support off-field as well or been able to bump in and have a blade? I've bumped into people from Alwa, your hometown, <laughs> both no the Barsi. But you get that kind of home-from-home feeling. Have you experienced that out with the rugby if you've been out in the, for a wander? Or yeah, a little bit. We're, we're all a little bit away here. Yeah. Which I suppose has its has its pros and cons. Like yeah. you say, it's nice when you get down into on table or you're in in Nice. You're bumping into a bit more of the supporters, interacting with them, um, which is nice and it makes you feel like oh we're at a World yeah. Cup. But also when we're out here, uh, for large spells of it, it kind of feels like it's just us and yeah. we're able to concentrate and there isn't uh, it doesn't feel like there's that many distractions. You know we're we're here to do a job. At the end of the day, we want to enjoy ourselves. We want to feel that excitement around the tournament. But the main, the main thing for us is that we get our weeks right, we get our preparation right, and we we perform on the weekends. And the base here is 
really good at being able to do that because just being that little bit further away you can dip in and out of it but when we get back up here it's it's a really good place to just chill and then to go to work i'm beginning to think how you'll cope with the potential drop in temperature when you go to oh, Lille I mean, uh, absolutely love does Crump can't be going back on uh, in the, we'll if it's a wee bit cooler well we'll see if it's, it's hot above 15 degrees and <laughs> I think I'm starting to get a wee bit more acclimatised to it but Marseille was hot and yeah. it was it's, well you know it's like even at the week it was better it felt better maybe second half last night yeah. it was still warm and yeah. um, like, like there's quite a lot of humidity here as well which has been good because training's been tough we were training in the heat of the day every day which which is good for us because you know, hopefully come the games now or at night, we, yeah. we're not going to face that same heat or um, exertion. And it's not just the, the physical aspect of that as well, and I don't want to make excuses, but you see it across the board, like actually handling the ball in that humidity and, and heat is hard, isn't yeah, it? it? We've seen difficult. a lot of handling errors. On the field, you're aware of that happening. Is there anything you do at training? I mean, we used to talk about having three points of contact, the ball with your hand, your elbow, squeezing the ball against you. These are all little things you go work on in training in the heat, but you know, it's important. To realise it will happen because yep. it is it is hard to handle. You know, seeing it across the board. No, definitely. The the best thing in training is if you get Shumi to carry the ball before you, because <laughs> he's the sweatiest sweat. man you've ever seen. <laughs> you've ever you don't need never seen. Soapy water, eh? No, you don't need just the soapy you water. Give the ball. Like honestly, boys are saying like every time they drop it in training, it's because Shumi's carried it before them. <laughs> that's the excuse that's going around anyway. But um, ah, like the good things with training heat, with training yeah, sweat the whole time, so you're getting used to it, but. At times it does affect the game, and um, sometimes just acknowledging that's the right thing yeah. to do. And maybe you do need to kick a little bit more. You need mm. to take a little bit more depth to mm. catch. You don't want to be catching too many balls at the line mm. when it is like that. Um, like you say, hopefully with our next two games, there shouldn't be that issue with playing nine o'clock at night and up in the north where it should be a wee bit cooler, a bit more closer to home. Not quite Alaba, but we'll see. <laughs> it's not that far away. Um, listen. Build up to Romania, I know there'll be a big focus on that and, and, and everybody, maybe some players getting the first opportunity to experience Rugby World Cup as well, which it's a big focus, so we wish you well with that. But just before we stop, I think it's, it's really important to, to touch on someone, you know, ultimately much sadder. Stuart McAnally's had to retire, he's had to re retire home from injury. Such a brilliant person as a, as a rugby player and, and to be around the squad. And I know there was an emotional exchange yesterday um, but for 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 people to experience the warmth and affection for Rambo underlines what this squad's about, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it can be can be really cruel this yeah. game, can it? Like, um, obviously we were gutted for our one mates and and Ches who mm -hmm. had to go home early, um, but it felt right that somebody as good a person as Rams, mm -hmm. what he's given to all of us, you know, I think you could ask anyone in the squad. Um, the empathy and care that he shows for his teammates is something I've never seen in anybody else. Other people have got that quality, but not to the extent that he had. And um, everybody, you know, was absolutely delighted that you know he was going to get his 50th cap and and the swans onto his career that it deserved. Um, but sometimes Sport. life's not fair, and uh, it did feel. It was tough yesterday yeah. for everyone. Was it after all, the match? Yeah, after the, the yeah, after the match, we done in the changing rooms. Um, and yeah, it was tough because I think for him and for the rest of us who, you know, I feel fortunate that, that I've got to share the field and mm -hmm. share teams with him um, so much because um, I believe that me as a person and I'm a better person because I've spent so much time with Rambo. Uh, 
I'm definitely a better rugby player because I've spent time with him. And uh, yeah, just that finale of it, like that would be the last time he was in a Scotland dressing room. And um, I think it hit everyone, especially him, because I know through, you know, that a couple of leave speeches for him, one at Edinburgh, um, where, you know, I was struggling to keep it together. and. He stood up and gave this like perfect speech and uh, inspiring the next generation. No emotion at all. It was like Christ. But um, yesterday you could see it really hit home to him. And you know what hits that is the surrounding. Like you mentioned in touching it there, it's the it's the Scottish changing room. Yeah. Sometimes delivering these kind of speeches and looking ahead is easier in a, a neutral venue, for you to a better phrase, a, a function yeah. of it. But yeah. when you're in a national changing room and you feel the special emotion and the connection, it's it's sad. But he won't want us um, kind of no. feeling sorry for him. No, because it, 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 his achievements as a player and as a person, phenomenal. And it, you know what? You said something there that almost underlines it. It's sport. Yeah. No matter how much data and numbers and training and preparation, it's cruel. Yeah. Sport's cruel. And it means you make every moment, the most of every moment you're in. And... I assume Rambo's message would be part of that. He would yeah. be inspiring you guys to make the, the most of, you know, Saturday, the next moment you're in, and every moment you're in Scotland jersey. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's that's the thing that lasts with all of us. Like we're in such a privileged position. Like just don't take anything for granted. Um, and yeah, like I say, he's got so much to be proud of. <clears throat> I know he would have loved to, to get to fifty caps, but in the grand scheme of things, it's just it's one times. it's one more cap. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It seems to mean it means it looks like it means more than it does. What he gave in those forty nine caps, what he's given throughout his career, is is something to be immensely proud of. And I know he will be. And and it's, to me, that's just a number. It's just a, a state. Totally agree. Totally agree. But he'll be cheering on, and he'll be cheering. Yeah. The squad on on Saturday. So good luck uh, in Lille oh, uh, for, for Romania. Uh, as you say, it's a physical challenge. You meet the, the levels of physicality, which you will rise above that. Get the execution and, and keep this uh, keep this rugby World Cup on the road with, with the performances delivered. Spawn. Cheers, Marcy. Thanks, Gail Cole.